Hello and welcome to Connecting You to You Radio, where we tune in to receive the messages of health and well-being that are being broadcast from the soul. I'm your host, Lisa Warner, author of The Simplicity of Self-Healing. I show you how to heal your body naturally by combining your body's innate intelligence with the wisdom of your own soul so that you can break through the mental programming of limiting beliefs that cause disease and make healing your body and changing your life simple. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day, wherever you are in the world. Good morning, good yes. afternoon, good evening, good day. There, <laughs> you got a double dose now. <laughs> it never lets me mute that first. <laughs> that happens to me too. <laughs> Well, good morning and uh, good day, everyone. This is Lisa Warner. I am the author of The Simplicity of Self-Healing and creator of Soul Lucian Sunday because the soul is the solution. So today I am here with my good friend, Melissa Dealey of Your Guided Health Journey. And we are going to talk detox at the end of the year everybody kind of makes their new year's resolutions and january is usually a really popular time to go all right i'm gonna do a detox i'm gonna start the year out clean i'm gonna turn over a new health leaf so um, we are going to talk about detox multi-dimensional style and what that means and how we can shift the way we all do detox so melissa welcome <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Lisa. I love this topic. It's so important. Detox has that marketing buzz to it these days. Uh, but that marketing buzz version of detox is not at all like what we're talking about today. And it's such an important topic because when we detox, we truly are caring for the inside of our body, something that we forget about because we don't see it. And yet it's so important to our health because we know that all disease starts in the gut. And that disease is triggered by the state of the health of our gut, the inflammation, the number of, you know, the toxic load or the toxins in the gut, but also what stress has done to it, what poor sleep has done to it, what poor nutrition has done to it what stuffing down emotions has done to it, what holding in negative energies has done to it. It's so much more than what most people think that it is. And so opening up that conversation is really important because it gives people the power. And that's my mission, to empower people in their health, to give them back power. Because so many people, myself included, were raised to believe that you didn't really have to worry about your health, you didn't have to do anything because if you got sick, you'd go to the doctor and they would make you better. But that mindset is all around giving up your power to the doctor and relying on them to make you better. 
And that system is failing us in our world today. And that's obvious. All you have to do is look around and see the levels of chronic illness, the obesity, the heart disease, the diabetes, the Alzheimer's and dementia, the autoimmune diseases and leaky gut, and even some forms of cancer. And these are all lifestyle diseases. And our medical doctors aren't taught about lifestyle diseases and healing from lifestyle diseases, which is totally possible when they go to medical school. So they don't know. And therefore giving all your power to someone who doesn't know isn't helping you or serving the planet. And, you know, I work with another doctor who was on the medical side and has got out because he saw, I'm not helping all these people. And he's moved over to the holistic side where he can help people because that's why he went to medical school. And he says, your dis-ease doesn't have to be a life sentence. And it's so true. We just need to know what we can do. And that's what our conversation today is all about because it's all coming back to looking after our gut. And how do we do that? It all starts with a detox. Yes. And I have, you know, from my own personal experience with going through the whole cancer, I'm being attacked by cancer. Oh my God. Thing. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go to the medical. I don't want to go the medical route. You know, for me, the medical route was super, super scary. The idea of like going through chemo or radiation and watching the people who were suffering, going through that, losing their hair and, you know, feeling horrible. And, and I just thought, I can't do that. Like, there's no way. So for me, my personal journey, I realized that my body was out of balance because I was out of balance. I was living in states of dis-ease, stress and worry and fear and doubt and guilt and shame and all kinds of things because all the things that I knew to be true really didn't, the world didn't really work the way that I saw that it should be working as far as people living in peace and ease and harmony. And, you know, that's not how this planet is set up. So I was really struggling. So when I decided to heal, I went inside and I started meditating and I started to realize, wait a minute, if I bring all of my energy back into alignment, if I bring my emotions back into alignment, you know, I'm the soul. And as the soul, we are all perfect. There's not a single thing wrong with us. But when we come into this world where everything is completely distorted and, you know, based on, you know, manipulation and, you know, all kinds of, it's like the soul, all of these toxic lifestyles of manipulation and, um, you know, just all kinds of toxic money. So much, so much is driven by economics and money and politics, right? And that's what's negatively impacting the soul. And we see that all the time, unfortunately, with big pharma, who, again, are supposed to be the ones providing the solution to our healing. And yet, the reality, it has nothing to do with solution, as you call it. And it has everything to do with optimizing shareholder profit over human health. And the reality of what I see in my work today are so many people coming to me looking for solutions 
because they're fed up with mainstream medicine. Their doctors only offering them drugs, not this is one solution, but here's another and another and allowing them to be a partner in their decisions around their health. It's one solution. Here's the drug. That drug is simply masking symptoms. And so that isn't true healing. And then that doesn't serve the body. So down the road, the body is going to come up with another symptom because you didn't take the right action with the first symptom. And the symptom is the body asking you to do something differently. So now the body has to give you another symptom to prompt you again. Can you please do something differently? And then the answer by the medical doctor is, oh, here's another drug. And from the big pharma perspective, they have absolutely zero motivation for you to heal because they make no money on healthy people. Exactly. They want to keep you in a state of sickness because then you require their drugs every day. And if you've given up your power to the doctor, you will keep taking those pills every single day, feeding their bottom line. Exactly. And that is just messed up. And it just, it makes me so angry, right? And in Western medicine, we're very, very good in acute care, but we are failing miserably at serving people with these chronic illnesses or lifestyle illnesses because we're not teaching people how to heal, right? Yeah. right? And we have all these other medicines around the world, Ayurvedic medicine, Latin American medicine, Asian cultures, they all have their own medicines. And, you know, Ayurvedic medicine, Chinese medicine go back five and 6,000 years. And they're all plant-based medicines that have been used on not millions, but billions of people, right? And these remedies are the remedies that help people truly heal. And we can take from all of this history and all of this experience in order to continue helping people today. Orthomolecular medicine, the science of therapeutic vitamin healing, right? We use that for thousands of years until around the 1950s when Big Pharma came along and poo-pooed it and told everyone, oh, you don't need vitamins. They're in your body. Oh, they're bad or da-da-da-da-da. All the stories they come up with to make people feel like, you know, supplementing and putting vitamins in our body that are critical to our body's optimal function is a wrong thing to do. And don't do that anymore. Just be dependent on my drug. And so all of that's been squashed. Yes. The reality is, is in today's world, we can still absolutely use therapeutic vitamin healing at higher doses than the RDA. The RDA is enough so you don't get scurvy. (laughs) It's not enough for optimal function of your body. And we really do have depleted soils out there today. So we really do have to actually be consciously putting more in to support our body. And when we're under stress, what happens? We burn through key vitamins and minerals and then the body's left depleted and then it gets out of balance. And then we start to struggle with some of these lifestyle diseases. I'm just gonna say this stat, which I find very, very interesting. 82.2% of people that are struggling with the global virus today, I don't want your show banned, I'm not gonna say the word. (laughs) 82.2% of people that have had that are deficient in vitamin D. Mm. Vitamin D is cheap. Mm. In the UK, they're handing it out for free. 
Very interesting. Wouldn't it be nice to have some education around that for people so they could start taking it so they could get their levels up? It would be very helpful. And it would also be really helpful if people understood like the biological laws that have never been taught to any of the doctors or any of the, with the, with media, the way it is today, we could actually educate the entire world in the course of a few months as to how our bodies actually function. Yes. And the way what a gentleman, a doctor in Germany in the 1980 discovered there are five biological laws. And that every time that they say that every single time the there's a disease process in the body, it starts with a an unexpected shock. So every time life hits us upside the head with something mm -hmm. and it mm -hmm. Just be like a little pebble, you know, it's like not a big deal. Like, whoa, yeah. That? But every single time that shock sends us into a fight or flight response. Yeah. The fight or flight response is not nullified right away. Like, oh, oh, all right, it's okay. If that is not resolved right away, the longer that process mm -hmm. goes, the more our body responds. So, 100%. When we are shocked on a daily basis by turning on the television yes. and hearing stories of disaster and, you know, death and disease and destruction and war and poverty and it's like, wow. They build all of that drama in on purpose and That's all of the sound that goes with it is built in on purpose, knowing how the human brain works to draw you in and capture your attention. And the brain is drawn in because the brain is charged with keeping you safe. So it's always on alert for danger. So they make it sound really dangerous. So your brain gets sucked in. So it can be alert and be like, how do I keep you safe? The problem is, is it's all working against us because you're in your own home. You're totally safe from any outside forces that the brain needs to keep you safe from, but you're driving the fear, right? And it's a really interesting experiment for people to do is watch the news with the captions on and turn off the sound and notice the difference in what it does for your nervous system. I'm always telling people, turn off the TV, read it because it's only one sense. It's only your vision that's absorbing it. So it's not as overpowering as when it's your vision and your hearing, right? You do need to know what's going on in the world, but be choosy about your sources, what you're reading, how much you're reading in any given day. But it's easier to turn off something that you're reading or switch away. And so your nervous system doesn't get triggered the way it does with TV news, which it's just, it's all drama. Exactly. It's all drama. And it's, it's designed to keep us off balance. Yep. It's designed to create disease. That is literally the bottom line. Right. So they are literally just simply herding everyone into the, the matrix, the medical matrix. So yes, because who pays for, who is paying for the, the TV to be on the air? If you actually go through the reports and look at where the television stations get their revenue from, most of them, I'm not going to say all, most of them, their biggest um, payer, I'm not sure that's a word, payer of advertising dollars is Big Pharma. Uh, exactly it's really so, hard to pharma has a voice in what's aired on television and how it's done because they don't want to lose those revenues 
Precisely. Yes. And it's really hard for people to see the connection mm-hmm. between all of these things. So, you know, when we're not, when we're not aware yes. of who is providing the news, mm-hmm. very, very easy to get sucked in and get mm-hmm. all freed and believe everything mm-hmm. here. Yet, <laughs> we don't need to listen to this. Right. One of the things that is very interesting to me as one who understands biological law and mm-hmm. which shocks produce which symptoms, a death fright will stimulate the lungs. So the lungs always respond to the death fright. Right. So have a lot of that going on out in the world. Yes. And yes. we have the, the sinuses and bronchial tubes respond to stink conflicts. And there's a whole lot of this really stinks going right. on out there in the world. Right. So if you combine a this stinks conflict with a death fright conflict, now we have the these symptoms that appear when we go into healing, when kind of everything relaxes and we're like, okay, maybe we'll, then the, the, the body goes into healing. Mm-hmm. So what it's been doing during the active time of the conflict, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. When we kind of breathe that breath, breath. yeah, get out of our chronic fight or flight yeah. state and into our rest and digest state. Yeah, the body then tries to go back to stasis. Yes. So it has to reverse everything that it was doing during the oh my gosh, oh my gosh phase. Mm-hmm. When it reverses that and it tries to clear itself and go back to stasis, the symptoms that appear coughing, fever, congestion. Does this sound familiar? as it starts to try and get some of that out of the body and expel it from the body and kick the immune system into fighting back. Absolutely. hundred percent. And that's where part of what I was saying earlier, and it's not the only thing, but that's where vitamin D is so helpful because it's boosting the immune system and it's also excellent for respiratory health. But I just want to say too, on that topic, if people don't have to believe what you and I are saying, and as you said, this might be a little bit shocking for people and you know, they're not there yet. And so it's hard to absorb, but there's some excellent books out there that people can read that show the state of where our pharmaceutical industry is today and the level of manipulation. And I just want to mention those for people so they can go and do their own research. And these are by no means the only two. They're just two that I have on my bookshelf. Uh, One of them is called Our Daily Meds by Melody Peterson, and that's Peterson with the S-E-N at the end. She used to write for the New York Times and left that job, and it's a journalistic investigative um, book about the pharmaceutical industry. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is called um, Bottles of Lies by Catherine Eban, E-B-A-N. And that's the story about the um, generic pharmaceutical industry. And there's so much research that has gone into these books and they're easy reads. They're not super scientific. In fact, bottle of meds is more like a story because it's the story of the whistleblower of the generic drug industry. 
And so if people want to, you know, do their own research and start looking a little bit deeper into some of this, the, our daily meds was written back in 2008. It's not like it just came out last year. And as I said, the squashing of the orthomolecular medicine, this is, this is starting back in the 1950s, but it really ramped up in the 1980s. That's kind of when the pharmaceutical industry decided that you know, they were only going to focus on billion dollar drugs. And how do you create billion dollar drugs? You have people take them every day for the rest of their life. Enough people. Exactly. Yeah. So we've got so many levels and layers. We've got, you know, the layers of consciousness, meaning that we are the soul. And at the soul level, we live in peace and ease and harmony. You know, when we're born, when I was a really little girl, I would just lay in bed at night and just be part of the unified field of unconditional love. Like I knew that was what was actually real. So I, I had that experience and I remembered that experience and I remember being free as two, three, four years old, like just playing all day and not having responsibilities and then going to school and going, uh oh, you know, this is the start of the nine to five. This is the loss of my freedom. I knew that as a little girl. So we have these these programs that that we as the free soul are now starting to be conditioned into this is going to be your life. This is what you have to do. This You have to go get money. You have to go have a job. You have to have some soul-sucking nine-to-five job and work it until you're 65 years old. Hope you have enough life force energy left to have a few good years before you keel over after you retire. <laughs> you know, so we're, we have those conditioned behaviors. Then we have all of the the judgments, the, the, the shocks that are sent our way. We have all of those things. Every one of those things starts to diminish the life force energy. So all of those things are toxins to the soul, to who we actually are. And then we've got all of the toxins, the the, the plants that are now GMO. So, you know, one of the greatest foods I ever ate was when I was a teenager, I went to the Midwest to visit my grandmother and she was living on a farm at that time. And at lunchtime, they cut a, like some beautiful beefsteak tomatoes and just passed around. The, that tomato was so <laughs> red and so flavorful. I had never tasted anything so good in my life. And now you go to the store, tomatoes don't even have any taste left for the moment. Yeah. Like they have and bred all of the vitamins and minerals, right? Exactly. So much has been bred out, but also because we've been conditioned to our food at the grocery store has to be perfect, right? It has to look good in order for people to want to buy it. It has to be perfect. Well, in order for it to be perfect at the time that it's in the grocery store for you to buy, they have to pick it before it's ripe and it ripens on its journey to get to the store. And when we pick it before it's ripe, it doesn't have all of the nutrients in it yet. And the flavor comes with the nutrients, right? So you're actually better off when it comes to something like berries, you're going to get more flavor from frozen berries than fresh berries because the frozen berries are picked when they're ripe and immediately frozen. Ah. But the fresh berries are picked before they're ripe and then they don't have the same flavor. 
right? And it's all about the length of time that it's taking to get to the grocery store and then have it look perfect in the grocery store. Wow, great. I had never really thought about that. That's really true. Great. Point. Yeah, so, and that's not even talking about the fact that we really do have depleted soils. You know, if we go back a hundred years, right? Since the start of the agricultural revolution, that's what's triggered our depleted soils, right? And so we really do have a problem with that today. And that's partially why our liver is overburdened, or I like to say undernourished, because the liver detoxes in two phases. And phase two is where the toxins are converted to being water soluble. So the body can actually excrete the toxins through our sweat, through our bowel movements, through our urine. But the nutrients needed for the body to go through that conversion are very specific and they are not in the soils today. Mm -hmm. And because they're not in the soils, they don't grow into our foods. And so we're not eating them and getting them into our body. And this is just all happened because we've been take, take, taking from the land and not giving back, not allowing the land to rest and settle, not, you know, multi-cropping so that, you know, different nutrients can be within the soil together. It's just all been about what's in it for me, yeah. right? Yeah. How much profit can I make? Yeah. And we're spraying all of our food. And we're spraying it. That, that's another whole issue as well sky come you know from people spraying all it's it's insane though all of those things are toxins so you know they are and we live in one atmosphere so yes organic farming is definitely a better way to go but as long as there's people still spraying is the organic farmer right next to someone who isn't and wind blows things halfway around the world we're in one atmosphere it blows things all the way around the world right so organic is definitely a better option and lower risk in terms of the toxic intake it's still not perfect we've come to a place in the world today where we cannot avoid the toxins anymore so we have to instead take action for our health be empowered in our health and take responsibility to help our body release those toxins exactly we have lee saying our soil in this country is very different than in europe you know, we've we've been hit really super hard with the, the chemical spraying. We have, and I have a stat for you on that. Yeah. Since World War II, we've had 144,000 man-made chemicals approved in North America. In Europe, it's 8,000. Because in Europe, they're much more stringent about having you prove safety first. In North America, it's all about allowing the big company to put the product out on the market, and then you later have to come along and prove that it's not safe. Exactly. And that's years of, A, getting enough people with issue health issues, right, that can be tracked back to it, and then the legal team, and so it just takes forever. I mean, how many years have we known that glyphosate or Roundup is a massive problem on this planet? Yeah. And yet, it's still produced. Yeah. Once it's approved, it's very hard to get it disapproved. Mm -hmm. So 144,000 in North America, 8,000 in Europe. You wow. go to Europe, their bread tastes different. Like I hear people say that all the time. People that can't eat bread in North America can eat it there. Yeah. For uh, Their seeds are different. Yep. Right? They haven't messed with the seeds and tried to produce seeds that will feed more people and survive drought. 
which I understand the idea behind it. I totally get that. However, we do not know better than Mother Nature. Correct. And when we mess with Mother Nature, there's always something else that comes out down the line. And we've seen that with GMO foods, actually. It was Japan that was starting. uh, I read this in the book. I think it was the Food Revolution I read this in that they were creating GMO foods. And I have a feeling it was soy. And of course, there's a lot of soy eaten in Japan. And at the early stages of this, people were going blind. And yet in the lab, the chemical structure or the molecular structure of the natural soy and the man-made soy was identical. And yet on the man-made soy, people went blind. Again, we are nature. And when we eat food from nature, our body can thrive. When we try to do it ourselves, there's, there seems to always be something missing. Exactly. I talk we about, can't see in a lab. <laughs> I talk about this. There, you know, I talk about there are two matrices, not about like the movie, The Matrix, but you know, there's an organic living matrix of life force energy that is nature itself. It's the nature of who we are. It's the nature of this planet. It's the nature of all life in general. And there's a false matrix, an artificial matrix. And, you know, this artificial matrix is, you know, all about the, look at all the artificial things. We have artificial intelligence. Yeah, which is trying to make us smarter, right? We have artificial limbs. We have artificial foods. Look at all the artificial foods there are in boxes on shelves. Then we have artificial, you know, all kinds of artificial pills to try to make our bodies better. Like there are all of these ideas that go into this artificial matrix, you know, the cities, the, you know, all kinds of stuff. So we have to start realizing the artificial matrix is part of the the life depleting matrix. The the organic matrix is the life giving matrix. Right. When we're plugged into the artificial matrix, the artificial matrix is like society, all of the rules and regulations. You have to do this. You can never do that. You're mandated for this. All of those are part of that false matrix of making us into somebody we're not, which is why we are all living in this state of dis-ease because we're not living organically as to who we are naturally. So this detox we're talking about is, is separating those two things out, clearing out all of the artificially generated stuff whether it is the chemicals that are sprayed from the skies, whether it is the artificial constructs of you have to live like this, you have to believe this, you have to do that, whether it is the guilt, the shame, the blame, all of those toxic energies that are in our systems, it's clearing all of that out so that we return to our organic, natural selves. Because when we live organically and naturally, and we understand how to manage our own energy, there were stories in the Bible of people living for hundreds 
of years. And it wasn't because it was some fairy tale. It was like these, our bodies are literally designed to last for hundreds of years. But we have to understand how to operate them properly. We have to understand how to live in harmony with the nature of who we are. And we have to understand how to get rid of the toxins, how to recognize them and how to clear them. So not only do we have to be able to recognize that, you know, when we're buying food and we're looking at the label and we can't pronounce any of the stuff on that label, toxin alert. maybe sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you, if you can't pronounce the words on the label, don't buy it. That's really as, as simple as it can be, right? And if sugar is in the top three, I also recommend you don't buy it. And the tricky part is, is that sugar has so many names, many of them you can't pronounce. But <laughs> if you go with both of those together, you're going to uh, be able to definitely start to shift into eating a much healthier lifestyle. Exactly. You know, and to start recognizing the toxic energy that is projected at us all the time. The, you know, as we are all empathic, many of us have, have turned off those abilities long ago because it was so painful to feel those energies. However, the ones that have still kept the, you know, some of those, those um, abilities open, you know, the ability to recognize that when we wake up in the morning and it's like, oh man, you know, there's some toxic energy around like we're meant to live happy and healthy really like blissful souls like that's the nature of who we are but when absolutely yeah, when we've and taken on these energies of shame or guilt or anxiety those are toxic energies we have they to are and they they drag us down yeah. and they definitely impact our health and what's happened too in society is it's become so common that we normalize it. And this is a problem as well, right? How many people have heard someone say, you know, they've got some symptom of something and oh, it sucks getting old. You know, we put things down to aging. We put things down to seasonal allergies. We blame things on our genetics and then we do nothing again we don't realize we have the power to do something. And we're so programmed with do, 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 go, 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 doing everything else for everyone else that we don't ever slow down and think about what's happening to me inside my body. How is my body speaking to me? And can I do something about it? Well, the answer is always yes. And creating that awareness first and starting to pay attention is so important. And that's where I have my discover your toxic load quiz that I know you're going to drop into the chat because it asks a series of questions around really common symptoms. And as you go through that quiz, it's very often an aha for people. Oh, I can do something about this. I don't have to just accept this as the way that it is. And when we know we can do something about it, well, then it's a matter of learning how do I do that? What are my next steps? And choosing to take action rather than continuing to ignore because you didn't know any better. When we know better, we can do better. 
And my message to everyone is we always have a choice. Absolutely. And we've all been taught that we don't. We've all been taught that, you know, oh, doctor knows best. Just go listen to the doctor, listen to the teacher, listen to your mother, listen to your grandma. (laughs) And these people, although they may be very well-meaning, they don't always have our best interest at heart. You know, when we're told as a child to, you know, don't speak until spoken to, well, you know, that's not really always for our best interest. It's just because it's convenient for somebody else. Exactly. The types of of kind of innocuous, toxic ideas, you know, the idea of getting older. Oh, I'm just aging. That's just due to getting older. That's a toxic pattern. It doesn't have to be like that. Exactly. No such thing as, as aging because Time isn't linear. That's like a whole different path, a whole different ball of wax. But we don't have to age. We don't have to get old. But we age because there's so much stress in this world. We can't not be stressed until we understand that we can not be stressed. stressed. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, I honestly, I was in the corporate world before I was that, you know, busy mom working 60 hour weeks wife in that stress state. And so I've been there. I know what that is. And then life threw me a curveball. And I could have chosen to go straight back into that just working for another company. I was really good at what I did. Or I could have chosen a different path. And I decided, hey, this is an opportunity to do something completely differently. And in following that path and being guided to my work in health and wellness, that was never previously on my radar. I was completely guided here. I have, A, found my true passion and purpose. I love helping people, you know, heal and giving them support and solutions on that healing journey as opposed to one choice, a pill, working with them in partnership. But I've also stepped into it for myself. And so many times over the last seven years have said, oh, if only I'd known before, I could have done things differently. Because I will never stop learning because there's always more I can learn. But here's the thing. It doesn't really matter whether I knew before or I learned it today, as long as I implement it. Because the body is incredible at healing. And when you start that healing process or continue that healing process, it responds very quickly. So it's never too late to start to implement what you're learning. And so now in my early 50s, I actually feel better than I did in my early 30s because of all of these things I've implemented over the last seven years that have reversed that aging process, that give me more energy, that lower my stress, that have me knowing exactly what my vitamin and mineral levels are, the health of my gut, my inflammation levels, all of these things, my hormone balances, et cetera, so that I can have optimal health because this is available to all of us today. Exactly. And it's up to each one of us to do that for ourselves. Nobody exactly. exactly. Us, nobody else can show us how to rebalance our own body. They can help us for sure and they can guide us, but Mm -hmm. it's like up to us to do the work. We have to ask 
take the action. And we have to start all the different layers and levels of toxins, the types of toxins, because if we don't, if we clear out the body, but we don't clear out the psyche, if we don't clear out the negative patterns, if we don't clear out the pattern that is causing the body to react, we can detox the body, but pretty soon that symptom is going to return because we haven't cleared out the trigger from our psychological patterning. We haven't cleared those energies out. 100%. So it's getting to the root cause, which is what I do with, with my clients. And it's what you do with your clients. And it is what is so critical because when we don't get to the root cause, we can do all the healing in the world, but it's just going to come back as soon as you stop the, you know, healing remedies, right? So what we want to do is get to the root cause, clear that out, clear out all those toxins so that any good healing remedy can actually get to the cells that need it. And then from there, that's when true and lasting healing can happen. Exactly. So, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why when we kind of combine efforts, Mm -hmm. we create an amazing multi-dimensional detox program for people because we are multi-dimensional beings Mm -hmm. the soul so the soul is non-physical the body is simply the the vehicle that we are using for having a physical experience and these bodies are designed but to divine perfection these bodies are like the DeLorean in, in Back to the Back Future. The future. <laughs> driving them like, like, you know, Jed Clamp, it's old jalopy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Beverly Hillbillies, if anybody, I'm dating myself there, but if anybody ever saw that, you know, this old truck, you know, from the 1930s or 20s, whatever. So, you know, our bodies have so much more capacity than we are ever told. We're simply mm-hmm. told up oh, there's something wrong with your body here's a pill let's fix your body because you're, there's something wrong with it there's never anything wrong with our bodies they're doing exactly what they need to do in order yes. to survive our body never makes mistakes exactly. our body always knows it's us that are making the mistakes yeah but it's not our fault we are making mistakes because we haven't been taught Back. the right thing to be doing. And let's face it, every single one of us in any given moment is simply trying to do the best that we can, right? Exactly. We just, this information and this education is not made readily available. Exactly. And we know why it comes back to the very beginning. If you can heal yourself and you can live in optimal health, you don't generate revenue. Therefore, this information isn't freely given. You have to go search for it. But searching for it is also complicated because when you go to Dr. Google and you go to the internet, there's so much information, it's overwhelming, and much of that is conflicting. So then how do you know if you're even choosing the right information? Right. And And so that's information is not on there it is taken yeah. <laughs> it's, it's quarantined <laughs> right now a lot is quarantined exactly um but you know 
working with a professional like yourself or myself that guides people in this process. That helps make it much more effective for several reasons. We all know that working with a coach of any kind is the fastest way to get results. That's why we have sports coaches. It's why we have business coaches, et cetera, et cetera. The same applies with your health. But the other thing that happens with your health that is even more profound that people might not realize is that we do not heal when we are in that chronic fight or flight stressed out state. But we do heal when we are in the rest and digest relaxed state. So if we are guided in our healing journey by someone who knows, someone you have a relationship with, someone you can trust, and you know they know what they're doing, guess what you do? You relax into the process. And when you relax, the body can heal. Exactly. Yes. So it's super important to be able to bring yourself into that state. Yes. And of trust with our bodies, because we are taught to fear what happens in our bodies. When mm-hmm. we go to the doctor, they're gi- we give, you know, we're given a label of some really scary disease. Yes. And we go, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And we're in fear. And we go, oh, I, I hope those pills work. I hope that treatment works. I hope, I hope. And we're still in that state of fear. But the body are. still while it's in fear. And it's super interesting because in the work that I do, and I'm my mentor is trained as a naturopathic doctor. He's trained in Sri Lanka and India in Ayurvedic medicine. He's trained in Beijing in Chinese traditional medicine. He's trained in orthomolecular medicine, bioregulatory medicine. And he's passed all that down because he had a wait list of more than a year. And he said, I'm one person and people that are suffering, I can't make them wait a year. I can't clone myself, but I can teach people what I know and have them follow my protocols. So he created the Integrative Health Practitioner Program. And when I saw that, I jumped in because I knew that was the next step that I needed in my learning and in my evolution to the work that I'm supposed to be doing. And what's really interesting about all of this is that place of supporting people through their healing without needing a label. And when people come to me and say, I've been diagnosed with this, or I've been diagnosed with that, it doesn't even matter to me. Some of them I've never heard of. I'm not even a medical doctor, right? I'm a health coach and I'm an integrative health practitioner. I'm looking for the body's imbalances with labs. I'm not looking for a label that I can barely pronounce like the food labels, right? And you're so right that you get given a label and that instills fear. And I've had that experience too, not to the degree that you did, but I uh, was born in Australia, lived there till I was six years old, didn't really have sunscreen and look at my skin coloring. I've got that beautiful British peaches and cream skin. So how many thousands of times did I get sunburned? So I'm high risk for skin cancer, right? So I go to a checkup every year and I have some moles. And back in 2013, I went for my checkup and the doctor said to me, the specialist said to me, you know, is there anything you're concerned about? And I said, well, I have this mole here that's kind of changing. It's getting dark. Can you check it out? So he did. And there's more to the story. I won't go into it all now. But a few days later, I was called by my local clinic to go and see my doctor. Okay, this is a doctor that if you try to book an appointment, you're booking two months out, right? 
all of a sudden they want me to go right now, drop everything and see her right now. They're going to squeeze me in. And I said, well, can you tell me what this is about? I'm in the middle of my work day, right? I'm kind of busy. Oh no, we can't tell you, but you have to come right now. Okay. That is the start of the fear, right? Right there. Now, for some reason, because this was still when I was in the corporate world, but for some reason, I didn't step into that fear. So thankfully, then I go to the doctor and she tells me, you have melanoma and you need to book in on Monday morning and you have to have surgery and we have to get it out. And I, again, I was not stepping into that fear. And I, I, I honestly don't know why. I guess I should be thankful that I'm not a panicky person, perhaps. But something told me not to step into this fear. And I said, I'm actually flying to Ottawa tomorrow. And I'm there for a week-long conference. And I'm not having surgery on Monday. Oh, you have to. You have to cancel your trip. And I'm just sitting there looking at her going, it's a week. It's a week. And I lost my father to melanoma. So I was aware that you don't mess around with plate with time. He had eight months that he didn't go to the doctor and that was his downfall. Right. But I'm talking a week. So anyway, I leave, I don't make the appointment and I get a second opinion. I call the doctor, the specialist. And I said to him, just by the by, I've been told it's melanoma and um, how long do I have before I have to have this surgery? Like my doctor's telling me I have to have it Monday morning. And he said, first of all, that's going to be quite a large incision. And I recommend you have a plastic surgeon do it, not your regular doctor. And I'm like, duh, why didn't I think of that? Right. And I'm like, oh yeah, thank you. And I said, she's telling me I don't, I shouldn't go to Ottawa next week because I have to do this, you know, Monday. And he goes, well, I you have to have a plastic surgeon do it. That's my recommendation. And you will get to the top of the list because it's melanoma, but it won't happen in a week. So go ahead and go to Ottawa and I'll put in the referral and we'll get you in as quickly as we can. And to me, that was just like, okay, very calming. <laughs> somebody who was talking sense to me, somebody that wasn't filling me with fear that was coming at me. I wasn't stepping into it, but it was really coming at me. And I was so surprised by the level of each employee I touched at that clinic. They were in panic mode because of one word, melanoma. Mm -hmm. The great news is, is I got the plastic surgeon appointment. It was about another you know, week after I got back from Ottawa and I had it removed and I'm here today. It was caught very early. When we don't get into that fear. Like I'd never, they gave me a label, but I didn't believe I had melanoma. I didn't go into that panic mode of, oh my God, I'm going to die. And I could have easily because my dad had melanoma, but something inside me said, no, don't take on this label. Yeah. You know, don't I, take it on. Exactly. You know, from my, from my experience and my, my, new understanding after I had my, my experience mm -hmm. body is always doing what it needs to do and the body always can heal itself and by telling everybody that that oh you have cancer and this is horrible the medical model is not doing us any favors because now everybody believes that that cancer is this deadly thing it's simply the way our body responds mm -hmm. And what I realized, you know, when I was going through my situation was that when I decided not to go the medical route at all, 
I, I sat myself down and I said, all right, great. What do you actually know about this situation? And I realized it really truly didn't make any difference what label they gave it. What, when it got right down to the bottom line, my body is out of balance because mm -hmm. I have been out of balance. It doesn't matter whether it's called cancer or IBS or ALS, you know, whatever right. names or initials they want to give it. You can call it Charlie, doesn't matter. Right. But it does not make a single bit of difference because the healing is the same for every single one. The healing mm -hmm. is bringing yourself back to center, bringing yourself back to your own nature. And that's where that healing is. And 100%. Yeah. So. And one of the best ways that we can be doing this is to release the toxins. Exactly. Because when we release the toxins and we clear the pathways, the cells that are needing more love and attention and more good food, et cetera, can actually get it. It's not getting all bogged down in those toxins, right? So those nutrients that the body is in need of can get to the cells that need it. And we truly can create a body that is inhospitable to disease. It's just something we've never been taught because we're so busy giving people labels. And the reason we're so busy giving people labels is because the labels then have a box of symptoms and those symptoms then match up with a pharmaceutical drug. Exactly. And when we look at TV today and we see commercial after commercial after commercial for new disease after new disease for new drug for new drug, we kind of start to see the pattern of how a disease is created. Hmm, you have these symptoms? Well, let's call it this. That's it. Like, that's how a disease. You read that book, Our Daily Meds, and you will hear exactly how diseases are created. They're created in marketing boardrooms. Exactly. When we make a business plan for the next billion dollar drug and we promote, we promote, we promote, we put it on TV, our brain hears things enough times, we start to believe it to be true. Exactly. So those are the toxins right there, people. Right there. Those ideas are toxic. If, if here's the, here's the key, here's how you see it. If it doesn't feel good, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I'm telling you something that doesn't feel good, it doesn't feel right, it makes you feel afraid, that's your internal guidance system going, hey, wait a minute, something's fishy here. <laughs> and let's also just say that if you're given a medication and you're told, if you're not better in two weeks, come back, and you go back and you're not better, and they increase the dose. Uh, Ask why. If it didn't work in the first place, how is increasing the dose going to make it any better? I don't know, but they're trying really hard. They're trying. <laughs> like, more. You got to do more. Got to do more. And guess and what? And that was my first step into holistic health because I was struggling with migraines. And they were hormonal. And they were suddenly worse. And again, something inside me told me to ask why. Mm -hmm. All my doctor wanted to do was give me stronger medication. And I'm like, no, because there has to be a reason they're worse. 
if they're suddenly worse, then I understand the reason I can do something about this. Oh, they're just cyclical. Here, take more medication. So that was my first foray into seeing a naturopathic doctor. Yeah. We ran some functional medicine lab tests, the same ones I run for my clients today, interestingly enough, because this is 20 plus years ago. Exact same ones, saliva tests for hormones, way better than blood tests. And I found out my progesterone was low. Now, isn't that really helpful information? Because now I know why I'm having worse migraines. My progesterone is low. So now I take a tincture that um, rebalances my progesterone. It was the most disgusting tincture ever, but I didn't care because it was so quickly helping me that I'd rather disgusting flavored tincture than the migraine that was debilitating, right? And in two months, the migraines were almost gone for seven years. And then they got bad again. So what did I do? I didn't go to the doctor. I went back to the naturopath and said, can you give me some more of that horrible stuff? And she's like, oh, let's do a full assessment. And I just said, no, I know my body. I know I need that horrible stuff. If it doesn't work, I'll come back. But that's what I need right now. She gave it to me. Again, I was good for five years. Then menopause hit. Migraines were worse again. But this time I went to her and I said, they're different. So we need to run those labs again. Because it's not my, the answer is not the same. And I want to see where I'm out of balance now. Well, this time my estrogen was low, my progesterone was low, and my testosterone was low. And so again, now I knew what to do about it, or she did. Now I do, but she did then. And so we could rebalance my hormones. So none of that is a label, but the medication, what was that going to do for me? Absolutely nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Christina is asking, what was the tincture for headaches? It's something called Vitex, V-I-T-E-X. And it's very good at boosting progesterone levels if you know your progesterone levels are low. So it's not a tincture for just an everyday headache. It's a tincture for that specific result of low progesterone relative to estrogen, which is very common. It is something that at least in Canada does need to be prescribed by a naturopathic doctor. I don't know about in the US, but that's what it, that's what it is, is Vitex. Cool. She says, thank you. You're welcome. So, so this is why I'm really excited about coming up in January. You and I are going to be combining forces a little bit. You, you do your detox. I'm going to help. I'm going to add a little, little multidimensionality to the mix. Yes. I absolutely love what we're doing together here. Yeah. Uh, so the health kickstart, as you know, cause you've done it is a four week program. I I set people up for success with the detox because everyone comes to it in a different state of health and it's a very powerful program and people need to be guided through it because days one and two, when we're fasting and getting those toxins out can be difficult and we may need to adjust programs for people based on where they're at with their health. And really, it's just really helpful to have support through those days and to know someone's got your back and that you can absolutely do this. And Week two, we go into nutrition and the right way to eat for your body and busting up some of those nutritional myths as well that we've carried for generations that are not true so that you can be making better choices around how you're fueling your body. Week three, we go into digestion because it's not just what we eat, it's what we absorb. And is your digestive system turned on when you eat? 
And if you are in a chronic stress state, guess what? It's not, but I'll teach you how to turn it on. And then week four is sugar because it's in everything. And even if you're reading labels, where is it still sneaking into your diet and what can you do about that? And then we finish up with a how not to retox after your detox. And then Lisa, thank you for coming in. You are doing a bonus session for everybody who's signing up on January 5th at 11 a.m. Pacific and adding to the power of this program by teaching people how to be detoxing their energies alongside their body, detoxing those chemical toxins that are inside the body. Exactly. We'll be talking about how to enter, how to recognize the non-physical toxins and giving you some tools to use so that throughout the, the period of, of doing the detox, you'll have some tools to start managing your energy on a daily basis and detoxing your energy field so that you understand that you don't have to live in states of stress all the time. You actually have control over your state of being. So when we can get ours, like we were talking earlier, when we can get ourselves into that space of peace and calm and centered and relaxed and trusting our bodies, we can open up that energy field, clear it all out and literally start creating a whole new life for ourselves, living at a whole new octave. <laughs> and it's incredibly powerful. You know, this is the first time we're partnering, which I'm really excited about the exponential results people will get, because even with just doing my program and detoxing some of the more physical toxins, I've never had someone get to the end of it and go, oh, gee, I wish I didn't do that. It's like going to the gym and saying that nobody says it. Right. And what people are instead saying is, you know, they, they don't need a nap during the day anymore. I have I had no idea how many adults are napping during the day. That is not normal they have no more inflammation. And so their joint pain and muscle pain is gone. They've got no more brain fog. They've got more clarity, mental clarity, and can be more productive. They have more energy. They're sleeping better because the body's better able to detox during the night. It's not struggling to detox and waking us up. And, you know, my favorite one is just hearing people say over and over again, I don't remember the last time I felt this good. Yeah, I did Melissa's detox last January and it was amazing. I had fabulous results. And I, I've definitely felt amazing by the end of doing that. And I learned so much. And Melissa is so helpful and she's such a great guide during that. And it's really, a, you know, it's great to have the, the community support doing the detox. Because yeah, if you're if you're not used to fasting or just doing the shakes, you know we're not fasting per se, but you know having those shakes for the first couple of days, you know it's a little it's a different lifestyle change. So the brain kind of goes, "Whoa, what's going on?" <laughs> so and so tries to pull you back into your comfort zone, going, "Why are you doing this? This is hard. You know, you don't even know what you're doing." And that's when people fall off, right? When you have that community support, you can ask me questions through the app that are particular to you. You can talk back to your brain and the power of being able to do that is what keeps you on track. So 
Yeah, I loved having you in the program. And I, I remember your results and how good you were feeling as a result of it. And the beautiful thing is, is it wasn't just learning for that one month of January 2020. Exactly. It was learning for a lifetime, right? Exactly. And creating lasting lifestyle habits for people. Exactly. And I'm still making those recipes because the recipes you gave us were phenomenal, super simple and just really, really great taste. So and nutrient dense foods, right? So we're fueling our body in a way that gives us energy as opposed to putting food in our mouth. that's actually stealing our energy. And that's some awareness for people through this as well. Exactly. Talking about that, you know, the organic matrix and the false matrix, you know, the artificial stuff literally drains our life force energy. So when we are eating all of the things that we can't pronounce, those things are pulling the life force energy out of our bodies. So it really is about when we tap into the organic life-giving matrix of energy and foods and nature, it gives us energy. Absolutely. I love that. I love that too. And I see you've posted the links to the Health Kickstart program coming up in January. Thank you very, very much for doing that. And also the Discover Your Toxic Load quiz. So people can uh, go away today, do their toxic load quiz. Don't be alarmed if you get a result that says that you're severely toxic or extremely uh, toxic. That is very common in today's age. The great thing is, is that you now know that and now you can choose to take action in order to clear those toxins out. Uh, thank you for that. Yes. And um, we've got Michelle saying, um, uh, I second the OTC Vitex, good herbal support. Um, Shannon said that it's available at um, natural food stores, even whole foods. So. Oh, good. Don't need a prescription here. Oh, that's good in the U.S. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just make sure that if you're going to use something like that, it's very powerful. So make sure that you do know that that's what you need, right? Understand what your hormone levels are, and you can absolutely have those tested. And you don't need synthetic hormones. That's an all-natural herbal remedy. But make sure you know that it is your progesterone that's low and your estrogen that is high. Beautiful. So we hope you, that, that we'll get some of you guys to come and do the detox with us in January. There are some um, supplements that we use and um, an app that Melissa keeps track with, with everybody. We can um, communicate directly with her during the whole time. Do you want to explain any of that, the parts of Sure. So in terms of the supplements, I do want to let people know that this week, starting tomorrow, they're on sale until December 19th. So if people want to do this, jump on now. You can send me an email if you have questions. I'm happy to reply so that you can take advantage of the sale. And it's a buy three, get one free sale. So you get three kits normally for $297. And now you're getting a fourth kit for free. And each kit is worth $99. And over the course of a three-week detox, you use three kits, and then you're going to have a fourth kit available for three months from now when you go to do a seven-day detox. And that's part of the lifestyle habits that we implement because the toxins are always coming in, so we have to always be getting them out. So we start with that three-week detox, 
We do your toxic load quiz again, see how much your scores come down. And very often we continue with quarterly seven day detoxes beyond that. So you get all four for the price of three right now this week. So message me if you'd like to know more about that. And um, what else were you saying there, Lisa, as well? Now I've forgotten the other part of that. Oh, oh the app, the app. Yes. So the app is the game changer for my clients. You don't have to use it. Not everybody does. But for those that do, it allows you to track your exercise, your sleep, your nutrition, your hydration, which is really important during a detox, how you're feeling, special notes for yourself, your bowel movements. And people are like, what? Why my bowel movements? Well, that's one way the body detoxes is I need to know that the toxins are coming out when we're doing this program, right? All of this information flows through to me so I can see how you're doing and I can do check-ins and go, hey, it looks like you're doing great. I'm so happy to see, you know, that you're feeling this way or at the very beginning when you might be feeling a little bit crappy because the body's adjusting to it. It's doing a lot of work. It's releasing all these toxins and you're not taking much in, in terms of a caloric load in order to allow that to happen and you're feeling lower energy, maybe you're headachy, and there's lots of reasons for that. I can be cheering you on and confirming that this is completely normal, giving you tips for coping with that headache without having to use medication and supporting you so that you know you're supported and you know you can get through it. And you get to chat me questions and I reply. And so how often do you have someone in your back pocket that you've got something going on and you have a question and you want to ask? That's the power of this program where we work together and I guide you through it so that you can relax into the process, trust the process. And I guarantee in three weeks, you are going to be feeling better because your body has already started healing. Well, I am super excited for it. I can't wait. Melissa is a great guide through this detox she gives a great recipe guide. And so we have all kinds of amazing recipes. Um, she does a weekly Zoom call so that, you know, everybody can get together and, you know, feel like you're supported in an actual family going through this. So it's a really powerful program. And like I say, I loved doing it last year with her. And I learned so much about my own body and um, bodies and, and nutrition in general. So I hope that some of you will come and do the detox with us because it's going to be super fun and you're going to learn a lot about this multidimensional detox. Yes, I so would love to have you join us. And I always do my detox in uh, alongside everybody here. So we all have our own different start dates. You don't have to start on January 4th. That's just your day to show up and learn how the program works. And then we all go away and determine what our start date is after that. And I walk my talk. I do my detox quarterly. In fact, I do a fasting day every week because that's what my body loves. And that's something we talk about for you too when the detox is over. Once you've got through this and you realize how you feel and you want to implement more ways to keep your body inhospitable to disease. Beautiful. Well, we're really looking forward to it. Melissa, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been such a great conversation. I always love our conversations. So do I. And thank you so much for having me and look forward to seeing everybody in the program so they can continue learning from both of us.
Yay. All right, great. Thank you so much for everybody for joining us today, Brenda and Kinsey and Michelle and Lee and Shannon and everybody else. Now I can't see any of the other comments, <laughs> but not showing me, but thank you all for joining today, Donna. And um, so we will see you next week on Solution Sunday and hopefully in January for our multi-dimensional detox. Thanks to everybody. Have a great week. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Connecting You to You Radio. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Are you ready to discover more about how simple healing your body can actually be when you do it from the higher wisdom of your soul? To learn more about what I do and how you can work with me, visit connectingyoutoyou.com and get on my mailing list to be the first to know about my latest offerings. If you'd like to interact with me on Facebook, please join my group, Soul Sourced Healing. Check the show notes below for these links and more. I hope to see you again next time on Connecting You to You Radio.